Hello, 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 and welcome to the Combed Education Podcast. Let's talk hair. Uh, my name is Anna Nelson. I'm your host, and we're going to talk a little bit of hair color today. Um, in specific, I want to talk about ammonia. So this will be a short, sweet, to the point uh, podcast. But chances are, if you are a colorist, you have heard the term ammonia before. Ammonia is a common ingredient that is used in hair color. And more recently, it's been getting kind of like this bad reputation. So I want to shine some perspective and give you guys a little info on what ammonia is, um, its role in hair coloring, and what like ammonia-free color really is. As always, this is just my opinion. This is my experience. This is what I have found Um in my years of uh, asking a lot of questions. <laughs> so like I said, I wanna talk a little bit about ammonia. So what is ammonia? It's like this big scary word and people are like all up in arms about it. But in essence, ammonia is just a chemical compound that is used in hair color. It's composed of one nitrogen atom and three hydrogen atoms. It's a colorless gas with a very strong and very distinct smell, okay? So it is a chemical. At the end of the day, guys, we need chemicals in order to change the color of hair, okay? You need them. So what is ammonia's role in hair color? So ammonia does a few things, okay? it's It's got a lot of roles, but the main things that you need to know is number one, ammonia is an alkalizer, okay? So an alkalizer is an ingredient that helps to raise the alkalinity of a product. So in this case, we're talking about hair color. So ammonia is the alkalizer or a alkalizer that is used to raise the pH, to raise the alkalinity of hair color and allows the cuticle layers of the hair to soften and swell, to diffuse, to expand, so that the hair coloring process can happen. So ammonia is one of the uh, most efficient and most effective alkalizers to cause the hair to soften and swell as much as possible so that you can have the hair coloring process happen, especially in permanent hair color, okay? So it's literally um, because of ammonia being an alkalizing agent is the reason the cuticles can soften and swell to allow this process to happen. So the higher the amount of ammonia in a product, like you'll hear some products are highly ammoniated or highly alkaline, okay? The higher the amount, the more lightening that you can expect from hair, okay? But it's not just the ammonia that does that. Ammonia also is what helps ignite um, the chemical reaction of the developer. So ammonia, it ignites the developer to start releasing um, the oxygen. And as the developer that's ignited because of the ammonia releases oxygen in the hair and that cuticle is swollen because of the ammonia, the hair can lighten. So it's kind of like this dance between ammonia and developer, you need both in order to be able to soften and swell the hair, to expand it, and to create some lightness with fracturing melanin. So it's this dance that happens between them. So what about ammonia-free color? 
Right. So we understand ammonia is an alkalizer. Its job is to raise the pH. The more ammonia that there is in a product, the higher the pH is of that product. And the higher the pH is and the more ammonia along with the developer, the more likely you are to have a lift of that hair. So, you know, the developer fractures the holes in the, the basically dissipates the melanin granules or melanocytes, whatever you want to call it. Um, so it's because of ammonia um, as the alkalizer used in permanent hair color with the developer that that can happen, okay? Um, and like I said earlier, ammonia is going to be your most efficient. It's more tried and true. So what about, you know, this whole ammonia-free hair color? So ammonia-free hair color made its debut probably about a decade ago. And the reason behind why manufacturers um, were opting for ammonia-free color was a couple of reasons. One, um, there were studies done showing that ammonia is damaging to the hair and it could cause scalp sensitivities and irritation. That's the, that's the story. Number two, and this is my opinion, as myself, as a colorist, at the end of the day, guys, a lot of everything comes down to marketing and creating products that are new, that are revolutionary, that are different. And so you gotta find something wrong. You have to find a problem so that you can create a product as the solution. So as soon as there's any chatter about, oh, ammonia, ammonia is bad and it's a, so that's the problem, right? Let's come out with this solution of ammonia-free color. So did it cause some scalp, does it cause some scalp sensitivities? Sure, few and far between. Is it damaging to the hair? Sure, but so is every other chemical process that we do. It's if you're being negligent, you're being negligent. Like y'all rely on bond builders and chill. Like, you cannot be negligent with hair. Um, so if you understand the parameters of the chemicals that you're working with, you can create beautiful results and maintain hair's integrity. With that being said, um, so these manufacturers come out with ammonia-free hair color because ammonia is bad and it's damaging and it's, you know, scalp irritation. So while this may be true, the bigger question for me is this, what is it that is being used in place of ammonia as the alkalizer for permanent color to work? Because without the cuticles, um, without it, I should say, without ammonia or some form of decent alkalinity alkalizer, whatever, the cuticles cannot soften and swell well enough to allow the developer to do its job, to allow the dyes to penetrate. What is being used in place is the million dollar question. So I always think about it like this. Do you guys remember, I've been unfortunately subjected to diet culture for most of my life. And so um, sugar-free products, right? Sugar is bad. It's bad for your system. It's bad for your gut. It makes you insulin dependent or resistant. I don't know, whatever it is. Sugar is bad, right? So let's make sugar-free products. You see how there's a problem. And now let's make sugar-free the solution. What's in there instead of sugar? What is taking the place of that? And what are the effects of that uh, replaced ingredient? Another one is fat-free. 
You guys have seen this everywhere. Fat-free milk, fat-free dairy creamer, fat-free yogurt, fat-free this. Okay, what is the fat being replaced with is what I want to know. And what I have found is if it's fat-free, look at the sugar. Ooh, look at the sugar. Or if it's sugar-free, check the fat. So this is kind of the same like hmm, curiosity that I had when I heard about ammonia-free color. Like, okay, but what is it? And here's the thing. I can understand ammonia-free color in relation or in regards to deposit only, in regards to acidic demis, sure, you don't need ammonia. You don't need lift, right? You don't need to create lift and then deposit. Um, you're doing a deposit only or a demi permanent. So that I get, like shade DQ, I get it. I got it. Cool. We're good. But ammonia-free permanent color it had me questioning some things. So here's the truth is what's typically used in place of ammonia in both demi-permanent, deposit-only, and ammonia-free permanent color is MEA, monoethanolamine. So I'm going to cut this episode here. I want you guys to check back next week um, where I want to give you a little lesson on ammonia-free color and what's like really going on with that. So hopefully this gets your wheels turning a little bit um, and I will catch you guys next week when I talk about ammonia-free color. Um, until then, happy hair coloring.